Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. I know our guys in this moment, second round, you talk about experience, rookies. For us and for me and my message with our guys, it's, it's ball. Like, no matter who we play against, it doesn't matter if you're a rookie, if you're an experienced vet, all of that doesn't matter. It's about guys executing, playing together, playing fast, playing relentless. That doesn't change no matter where you play, no matter you're home or away. It doesn't matter. It's about playing team football, playing complementary football. If we do that the right way, experience, inexperience, it doesn't matter. All right, so very, very few of these Houston Texans have played in the postseason before. Well, they've all played in it now after last week, but coming into coming into this postseason, it's there's there's not a ton of experience on this team. They've got a win under their belt. They're on to the divisional round. This is the fourth, or I'm sorry, the fifth time that the Texans will be playing in the divisional round of the playoffs. They've been big underdogs the previous four times. They're a nine and a half point underdog. This time around. So not a ton of belief out there in the marketplace that the Houston Texans can pull this off and beat the Baltimore Ravens. That said, is this the best equipped, the best we felt about a Texans team? And I've got the four games in front of me here, Seth, if we need to go back for purposes of reference. Yeah, give me the four games. So So is this the best we felt about a matchup in the divisional round? The best is this the best we felt about their chances to pull off the upset. Okay, gotcha. To win to finally get to the AFC title game. 2011 against the Ravens, that was with T.J. Yates at quarterback. Right, 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 that right. That might still yet, be the most talented Texans team Arian they've ever Foster had. Foster yeah. and Andre Johnson, the defense playing the way they were. Cushing was still that Cushing. Was, yeah, and that and remember, too, they stopped. Boy, you go back to that game. It felt like they stopped running before they had to stop running. They tried to put it in. They tried to. I, I, I felt like I wonder, like. It turned out that Arian was injured afterwards. You found out, but man, it, it felt like they abandoned the run. Too he was early great in that, that game because they were yeah, against the defense that had not allowed rushing like that all season long. Yeah, um, yeah it might have been Arian Foster's injury in the fourth quarter that ended up doing him in there. But yeah. but going into it, I bet people felt pretty. I wasn't back here yet. I came back the next year. I'm guessing people felt pretty damn good just because of like the team of destiny vibe about everything. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was you know that was the year before the Ravens went on to win the Super Bowl. Flacco yeah. was still you know a young player at that right, point. Right, right. Um, Houston, the Texans were an eight point underdog in that game, hmm. which is the smallest underdog in all these games that they that they will have been. Um, I feel I, I I'll be honest, like I that's twelve years ago. I think just purely based on. 
on CJ, I think CJ Stroud's in a different strata, obviously, than TJ Yates was back then. And I think the other pieces on this team are pretty good. I feel probably a little better about this team's chances just based on being able to stand in toe to toe a little better. They, yeah. That that 2011 Texans team was so good. I had a big the, the thing about that too cuz honestly I'm trying to be honest with my emotions about it looking at that game going into it. Um there was so much about TJ Yates that felt like wow, this guy is this moment is not too big for him at all. He's just standing in there and in in dealing at times. I felt pretty confident about them. Like yeah. not that they would win a Super Bowl or anything, but like the the entire team around TJ Yates was just clicking in a different way so yeah. i probably felt better about them than i do this current he, team he threw three picks that day that was yeah. the, that was the big issue um 2012 that was the texans team that started 11 and one god no. decided to wear letterman's jackets to the patriots game and then went one and three down the stretch yeah barely beat cincinnati in the divisional round and you could see the wheels starting to come off on matt schaub a little bit they were running on fumes yeah yeah, yeah. they were nine and a half point underdogs to the patriots you could tell that the, the thing about the letterman jackets that sucks is that it's easy to go back and think that somehow that was like you know them getting too big for their britches or whatever you could see it coming before that. They were not the same team um, heading in. They had already lost the game before the Patriots game, had they not? That wasn't the first of the. No, that del- was the first. That loss. was the first of the. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the biggest thing about the team early that. Well, they had lost a game, but like as far yeah, they were eleven and one when they yeah. went to Foxborough. But right, yeah. no, but the skit at the end yeah, was with that. Yeah, that was that. the first of the skit. Um, the the thing about that team was that so much of it was built on an absurd number of turnovers created by the defense and like and just kind of overpowering teams with this slew of big plays that was when every that was when every defensive lineman had like 20 batted passes the jj swat era um and without that the offense started to show its blemishes so yeah we people were not confident going into that divisional play dude i looked at the box scores for these games yesterday and the especially the two patriots games we'll get to the second one here in a second 2016 with brock osweiler the touchdowns that the Patriots scored were all Shane Vereen, Stephen Ridley, James White, mm-hmm. Deion Lewis, all these running backs that probably went on to get paid in other places because they did fun things for the Patriots. Um, yeah, it was just you look at the box where you're like, yeah, that's a loss to the Patriots, all right. Stephen Ridley getting two touchdowns, Shane Vereen beating a linebacker down the sideline or whatever the case may be. I'm with you. I feel better about this team than the 2012 team that ironically was 12 and four at the end of the season they had the best record of any texans team in the regular season in team history i I don't think we need to spend much time on this one i feel way better about a team with D'Amico ryans and cj stroud than i do about one going up to new england as a 16 point underdog yeah with bill o'brien and brock osweiler they were plucky at least in that game they were it was close in the third quarter they kept it way closer than everybody thought and if will fuller catches that deep ball then the calculus changes quite a bit in that game remember will fuller dropped a touchdown that's right yeah that was the one yeah yeah he certainly certainly did early uh yeah i think i I think it was like 24 16 at the time or something like that i think i don't i don't directly recall um so I feel better about this team than 2012. It wasn't, you know what? It wasn't the Will Fuller one. It was uh, to a tight end. You're thinking, first... of, you're thinking of 2012, James Casey. That was Casey. 2012. Okay, gotcha. James you. Casey, right. first series of the game. Yep. Um, 2016, I feel better about this team. Do we feel better about this team than the team that went up and coughed up a 24-0 lead in 2019 to the Kansas City Chiefs? feel better about D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and company going to Baltimore yeah. than we did – 
about the Texans. Keep in mind, Texans a 10-point underdog going yeah, to Kansas City. They were a 10-point underdog in that game. Also keep in mind, though, that the Chiefs hadn't yet won a, world, uh, a, a Super Bowl. Um, That's right. And that year had gone like 1-3 against the AFC South when Pat Mahomes was banged up in the middle of the year. The Ravens were the team that two-thirds of the way through the season would never be beat again, and oh my gosh, ironic enough oh wow Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are never going to be beat again they're going to win every Super Bowl for the next nine years I mean you're exaggerating a little but not too much call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm not, I feel like, honestly, I'm not yeah. exactly, no, there were there was discourse about that. Like, well, I don't know what people are going to do. They're never going to figure like, this out. This is like, yeah. how do you stop him? How do you stop he him? He was the MVP that Yeah, year. and like yeah. the and the Chiefs came back from double-digit deficits in every single one of the games. So, like, in being honest with yourself and going back into that Chiefs game, how did I feel about them at that moment, knowing the Chiefs hadn't become what they are now? At all. Like, they hadn't shown any hints that that's who they were going to be. Well, you got to remember, you got to be honest with yourself. I'm going to go back and, I mean, they they did make it. They were a D Ford offsides the year before away from going to the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. you know, in 2018. I mean, they were a good team. In 2018. But they weren't, the, but I, I think right now there's a tendency to think of it as like, oh, yeah, it was the Chiefs. Obviously, you were not going to sure. beat them. Sure. The Chiefs were not infallible they, yet they by any stretch of the year. imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't know how much confidence I had in O'Brien to get the job done up in Kansas City. I feel City. like you're trying to talk me into being confident about this game because I don't feel that confident about no. the Texans winning this game. I uh, the the versus the Ravens. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. That's not my purpose at all. I'm just trying to figure out is this the best equipped they've been to go handle business in this. Environment? I would say no. I think there's maybe the second best. Um, because I like I remember it's not. 
this isn't a good offense. I don't. I, I do feel like, and I would include national like commentators in on this as well. Like, yeah, this is awesome what the Texans have been able to accomplish this year, but they're still a they're not a finished product one bit. And I think no. CJ Stroud would be the very first to tell you that. Like, yeah, like CJ doesn't need to be in an all pro conversation or something. He's just a rookie and he's doing way better in the playoffs than almost every other rookie who's ever played so far. But they're not. They have not been a good offense this season. Um, so that's where I'm a little bit torn about it. I would say in 2011, I thought they were more complete and I wouldn't have liked CJ. I wouldn't have liked TJ Yates as much as, you know, obviously I didn't think TJ Yates. I wasn't as optimistic about TJ Yates as I am about CJ Stroud for their future, but I think that was a better overall team. So I would say this is the second best I've felt. Out I'm of with those, you. You, you and I are in lockstep yeah. on this. I, I agree. That's a, I've, I've, I've said it for 12 years now. The best Texans team that has existed is the 2011 Houston Texans. They're better than this team that, that the Texans have right now. So I'm with you on that one. Just, I mean, D'Amico Ryan's alone over the last couple teams that have been to the divisional round, for sure. By the way, back to the question we threw to the text page, naming a short-time Astro that you would buy drinks for based on big performances in the postseason. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't get many good answers on here, mostly because people aren't good at following instructions. Someone said Randy Johnson. Like, yeah, <laughs> Randy Johnson. It was 1998. <laughs> what the hell's going on, man? So, yeah, this current World Series era, or I guess this this current playoffs era from 2015 onwards. Through, so, through the Randy Johnson, I would have allowed it if uh, if we were going back that far, but no. I had, this all was the genesis of this was my whole thing saying I'd buy a drink for Noah Brown. Yeah. Because he's on IR now, but he made some big plays in the season. If the Texans go on to accomplish something big this year, yeah. I would buy a drink for Noah Brown if I saw him. The two that I came up with, Derek Fisher, who scored the winning run in the 13-12 to game, game five of the World Series. He would get a drink from me based on scoring that winning run. Okay. And Trey Mancini, who I know, as you pointed out to me during the break, sucked in the postseason that year. Yeah. But he snared that line drive after Yuli went out with an injury in the deciding game or in the clinching game of the – you're doing a hand motion where you're you're going up and to the right. Well, he went, he was down, he was down yeah, and yeah, low. Okay, yeah. Because it looks I, like on the YouTube I would be doing. Things I would say down that's here. relevant and important because I feel like a, a lot of first basemen would have made that play. Yeah, it wasn't like he had but to make an did. athletic lunge or something, right? Uh, I, uh, Trey Mancini people were also very careful because he'd overcome a really drastic and scary yeah. health issue and concern. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I he also he does fit the one year category. You had mentioned Derek Fisher, but like I mean, Derek Fisher was here for a few years. But what was the Derek Fisher? Uh, he was. Well, I don't know if he was on the team. He might have only been on three the team years. for the. I know he's in the organization. Yeah. I and I don't know how much he was with the big league club. Derek Fisher. You yeah. know, he was part of the organization. So I we'll we'll go back. But, but what about Derek Fisher though? What if I he's, mentioned if I reminded you that they traded um, one of the guys that they traded him for was uh, Joe Biagini. Uh, he brought Joe Biagini into the organization. I don't put that on Derek Fisher. I don't put that on Derek Fisher. Uh, boy, thanks for bringing up yeah. Joe Biagini's name. He's some. He's one I would buy. I'd buy a drink and dump it on J J Joe Biagini. I buy a drink for Derek Fisher. I buy a drink to dump it on Joe Biagini. Where you come out on Biagini, Figgy? I don't care. No, nah, I wouldn't even buy him a drink. No, Fisher was. Uh, he he played way more than you remember in uh, from 2017 through 2019. Oh, he did. Okay, big, yeah. okay, yeah. So Clearly. he doesn't necessarily meet the criteria, but no. I know what you mean as I'd far as taking a meaningful role. Yeah. I'd still buy him a drink for that run scored. I would say mine's Christian Vasquez. 
I would, I would oh, buy a drink a for Christian one. Vasquez. That's a good okay. That's, a, that's, yeah. that's that. I think that fits what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Like that's okay, he's part one. of a World he Series championship. No yeah, he, he caught the no hitter. Yeah, the committee no hitter. Yeah, yeah. he caught yep. that. So uh, that's a good one, yeah. Seth. Good job by you. That Thank is you. a good one. And I didn't know that before I when I asked the question. It wasn't one of those things where I no. I planted a question where I'm gonna uh, the the Christian Vasquez. Oh, I brought deal. it back up. So yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. All right, um, Payne and Pendergast with you. I don't think we've reveled in the Cowboys not making it to the divisional round enough. Oh, that's true. Um, I think we need to do that in the yeah. next segment. And there is a there's a song that dropped yesterday that just proves the internet is undefeated. We will have that for you next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.